Hello, welcome to Three Blokes Do A Podcast. This is a special promotional podcast we recorded uh, to promote our Sydney Comedy Festival show, which will be on... Uh, we will be on at the Sydney Comedy Festival on the 14th uh, and the 16th of May 2014. Time, 9.30, interval, no, runtime, 60 minutes. <laughs> at the bunker, I believe. At, um, yes, capacity 60. Capacity 60. The Bunker is part of the Factory Theatre. So if you want tickets for that, you can find them on the Sydney Comedy Festival website or through our Facebook page, which is... Facebook.com forward slash three blokes telling jokes. All right. Well, now sit back, relax and enjoy a podcast we recorded uh, while we were taking the show to the Adelaide Fringe Festival. Uh, right now we are in the midst. We have two shows to go at the Adelaide Fringe Festival. We've been. What day is it? Uh, I believe it's Saturday. Okay. Saturday all day today. Saturday all day and half the night, as my old man would say. Uh, it is Saturday, and we've been here a week and a bit. We've done seven shows so far, gentlemen. We have two to go. How are we feeling about Adelaide? First off, we should probably ID ourselves using our uh, names. Maddie B, you're here. Yeah, you just said my name. Excellent. Yeah, but then I get you to speak so that anyone listening stores away. They go, that is the sound of Matty Bertie's voice. It's sexy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's hot. You got anything you want to say? Nice. That's the purr of Matty B. And, of course, Scott Detrick. Oh, why, hello. Excellent. Um, so, how are we feeling in Adelaide, boys? It's fantastic. I've had a great time. It's, um, yeah, it's an awesome city and nice people. We've had... We've had some good crowds and, uh, yeah, I've had a lot of fun so far. It's quite yeah. flat. It is. It's, uh, we've been walking around. So um, we're staying, how far you reckon from the venue, boys? 15 minutes walk. 15 minute walk. But it's a flat 15 minute walk. Oh, dead flat. Which makes it uh, a much easier city to get around. We've been walking everywhere pretty much, haven't we? Correct. Yeah, I think it's quite a good city for knees. For knees, yeah. <laughs> I don't have sore knees this trip, you know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those Himalayan gigs are always oh. tough, you know. Shit's all over Edinburgh. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see, but you don't have the, quite the calves you see in Edinburgh from walking up and down the uh, hills. That's true. I mean, I'm 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 not toned as a result of this festival, <laughs> but I'm not sore either. So you know, there's a bit of yin and yang. Going oh, I, I definitely had sore tootsies the first couple of days, but you know, yeah. you know, well they say no pain, no gain, um, but I like to focus on the no pain. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm pretty comfortable with where I am at the moment. I don't need much. Oh, yeah. I haven't got much gain, but, you know. Gain, gain's <laughs> overrated. Yeah. Although I have to say, I have gained, like, just a small point. Yes, as, yeah. As a result of this festival. Actually, yeah, that's, that, is, that is probably a little misleading. No pain, no gain. Yeah, I reckon I've gained a couple of kilos. I've definitely notched up uh, a belt buckle. I'm just maintaining, you know. I'm always this size, so it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> That said, for me, a couple of kilos is is within the margin of error. That yeah, can go, that can go up and down each day. Yeah, yeah, see, for me, you know, a two hundred gram gain is noticeable. Right, you know, <laughs> you can point to a two hundred gram gain. Like, <laughs> this there is, it is. This yeah. part of my belly here. That's, that's the two hundred gram. I can see. Yeah. You were, were when we were walking back the other night. You were like, "Yeah, look, you can see what I just ate." Yeah, I was rocking yeah. a uh, burger baby <laughs> yeah. the other night. 
That was good though. That burger theory. Oh man, that was excellent. Yeah, actually, that let's let's do some endorsements. Uh, not that we've got any paid sponsors, but uh, we we are here in Adelaide, and there is a uh, it was recommended to us a burger joint called Burger Theory. Yeah, yeah, absolutely fantastic. We actually we, we went back there last night. We didn't tell you that. Oh, did you? <laughs> While you were at that other gig, we snuck off and uh, had a cheeky one. Yeah, I thought of you as I ate it too, Barno. Oh, thanks for that, guys. <laughs> So, yeah, well, so you, you did Burger Theory and Domino's last night. Yeah, well, we have got into the uh, double dinner, the, the habit of the double dinner. We've just yeah. like not eaten very much during the day at all and then just rocked the double dinner. Yeah. And I mean, it was good the first, what, we probably made it four days of like cooking. Oh, we were, we were all about the cooking and, you know, good living and everything the first couple of days. We were quite, uh, Quite, uh, what yeah. would be the Quite word? diligent. Diligent, that's the of, word I'm looking for. A lot of fresh ingredients too. We're down the central market. We need yeah. fresh basil. Yeah, and then slowly... It's kind of slid now. But. The 40,000 <laughs> beers that we've drunk have just resulted in double dinners and, you know, being seedy until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And if you're going to hit rock bottom, no way, uh, no better way to do it than with uh, Domino's. Domino's, yeah. Oh, that's, that is truly the bottom, isn't it? I haven't eaten that for... Oh, it's got to be over 10 years. And, um, yeah, I hope my girlfriend doesn't listen to this. Domino's is... Uh, like Sacrilege a, it's like to a four an Italian le- It's foodie. like a four-letter word to an Italian foodie, yeah. You pizza cunt. <laughs> Great. Now we're going to put a language warning. <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't going to happen sooner or later. We um, So we've done... Just this morning we did our very first radio spot as three blokes. We, um, we're on a local radio station here. What was 92.7 Fresh. <laughs> we so should have done that on the That's radio. Why, did we, why didn't we do that? That, that isn't their sting. That's, no. Uh, we've never heard. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't have a sting. Uh, and I think we could have brought that to them. You know, they're community radio. We could have donated something. Yeah. We've done our bit. <laughs> um, so we, we did our first spot. What did you boys make of uh, our first radio spot? I've got to say, it was like such a sweet studio for community radio. Like yeah. I was thinking of like a caravan. Like yeah, right, yeah. When you think community radio, you sort of think caravan, donkey tied out, out the front and just an old guy. Working through his 12 steps. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, yeah. But it was actually, yeah, no, kind of nice nice people and uh, very, very professionally run. It was great. Yeah, they had like computers and everything. They had a lock on the door. Very different to the... Um, Community radio I used to do, uh, but uh, yeah, because I was more caravan guy working through his twelve steps, <laughs> and uh, just a heap of retirees, just right, just nothing add, better to do. Yeah, adding levels of bureaucracy. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, that was oh, that was pretty sweet. That was, uh, dare I say, a fresh, fresh, fresh. Sorry, at community radio. Oh, <laughs> I'll fix that in the edit. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm dragging, my, dragging my feet. You would there. think after just you know a morning of radio, we would have our uh, banter all sorted out, but you're just letting the team. Well, ironically, I'm not actually feeling that fresh. So <laughs> yeah, right. I had a shower while you guys were uh, having breakfast, and right. I've got to say, I am feeling. Yeah, minty fresh. You, you, you took my my jape at you on on the air. To heart, did you? The, the deodorant, no, the deodorant jape. You still haven't put deodorant on, okay? No, I mean, I'm, I, uh, I have a uh, thing of roll-on with me. Right. And it has not rolled. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on. No. It's, I mean, it's occupying a little bit of space in my toiletries bag. Right. And uh, doing that well. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you don't. Uh, you're, you're not a fan of uh, spray-on deodorants either, are you? Well, I'm. Uh, I have a bit of a fucking sensitivity to those like chemical smells. Like they just make me fucking cough and right. eyes water and stuff. Listen to Captain okay. Nature. Yeah. Chemicals. <laughs> have smells. you just got like a crystal that you rub under your <laughs> yeah. armpit or something like that? I have seen that. Have you seen that? People trying to sell these crystals at the markets that you're supposed to rub under your arms and that's supposed to act as deodorant, like uh, ions or something. I don't know. I just go for a little bit of basil. A bit of basil, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm, I thought mm. I smelled pizza in here before. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, what's annoying is that uh, he keeps putting the basil back in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> mm, what that, is that br- that's why that bruschetta the other morning tasted a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, a hair in it. It was a bit, a bit yeah. salty. Yeah. Tasted a little bit like hippie and liberal ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I, that's one thing I found here is uh, I had to go buy some um, body wash because the, the where we're staying, they, uh, they do the hotel type thing of giving us a tiny cake of soap. Well, I think it's, I think they're actually the dishwasher tablets. I think they're the same thing. Yeah, because mine's not. mine's pretty gritty, and uh, I had to go and buy some body wash too. They're not, um, and plus they own like where we are. They go, oh, we service this place once a week. Mm. You can't expect me to wash with a disc the size bit bigger than a fifty cent piece of soap for a whole week. Like I've I've got a lot of surface area to cover. It's true. Yeah. I think you would have actually been cleaner using a fifty cent piece. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was always playing that playing that fun game too, getting out of the shower, looking at the soap, going hmm, pube or chest hair, <laughs> and yeah. that was just Maddie's. But that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have chest hair, so it's <laughs> you don't use soap. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely know what it was if you found one of mine. <laughs> oh, excellent! So, um, how are we enjoying the doing the show? So far, we're going to be taking this show to the Sydney Comedy Festival. Well, what are our dates? Anyone got our dates? No. Cool. Check them on the website. Yeah. May. 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 We may be there in May. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be bringing the show to Sydney. So this is probably uh, just to give people a bit of a taste of the vibe. What are we making of doing the show so far, boys? Oh, man. Are we I, happy? I've had a great time, you know, and for me, um, doing that many shows in a row has been, you know, sort of really character building for me and... Uh, Taught me a lot. You're becoming a big boy. I'm, I feel like I'm becoming a little bit of a big boy now. You know? It's good. And we've been hanging out with the other with the big boys as well, which is uh, you learn a lot from them. Just chatting to them in general conversation. It's been great. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. I mean, it's it's definitely interesting going through like because we had such a good opening weekend, like big crowds over the weekend, mm. and then going from the high of the big crowds to then what do we do? Like three people. On Wednesday night, was it? Yeah. Yeah. And nope. so it is it is interesting sort of charting the massive rush of thinking, fuck yeah, we're going to fucking dominate this bullshit. Just give us the awards now to, oh, there's three people in the town. <laughs> Hi, guys. And it's the reality that goes across fringe, though. You know, there's people way more experienced than us that was kind of going through a similar thing, which was a good leveler for everyone, wasn't it? It was. It was that. It was that thing where you realise, oh, okay, you know, we're not the only ones here. And uh, when you hear of, you know, bigger names, uh, you know, having to cancel shows. But, uh, you know, weather, the weather in Adelaide hasn't really been kind to us. Um, to put that midweek three people into context, Adelaide's very much a, uh, it's a get out and have a look city. Um, but uh, in the last week, it has been cold and windy. And uh, when it's midweek uh, and it's cold and windy, 
Turns out Adelaide people would just prefer to be in their lounge room. It's been awesome uh, just like walking around the town of an evening and you can tell the locals because the locals are the people with overcoats and scarves on. Yeah. And then there's just <laughs> like used to it. just Germans in shorts and T-shirts. Yeah, yeah this is a beautiful yeah, city. Yeah. It's lovely. We just got Yeah, here. the comedians <laughs> from the UK are still <laughs> oh, sweating up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they um Yeah, I found too the flyering, like I was looking at those, talking to those guys, they're here for the full month. And um, like we were saying before, the highs going from the highs to the low, like to the lows, like it. I found like victories are so fleeting here. Like mm. you, you get out. We had those great, um, great nights where we had like you know a packed house, and you come out and then just go, oh, okay, we've only sold six tickets so far for tomorrow night. Yeah. Let's now we've got to get back right on the hustle. And uh, yeah, talking to the, I, I don't know how they like that'd be a a, a month is a long time to be. Riding that high and low I train. Was talking well, there's to four of them, you know, and they've got international airfares to cover and all sorts of stuff. Well, they? I was talking to those boys as well. I think they might be doing Melbourne as well. Okay. So they're oh, good. Just stack another month after yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> like if, if they think that flying in Adelaide is hard, wait till you get to Melbourne where the, the guys down there, like just the general public down there, are much less receptive right. to flying they're, than... They're, <coughs> they're privy to the... The situation, they see it once a year and they're like, oh, I don't want another piece of paper, thank you. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. They're, it's a lot harder work. Like, uh, I've found here the people who I'm flying, um, I'm pretty inclined just to stop and have a chat with you as well. Like, they don't yeah. just take the flyer off you, pretend to look at it and throw it in a bin. They'll uh, stop, they'll have a chat. You can kind of tell them a little bit about the show or whatever and then they'll actually read the information on the flyer and then put it in their pocket or their bag. It's yeah. Like I found sometimes I hadn't said enough. You know, like I'd start talking and then they'd sort of slow down and then look to me for more. I go, oh, okay. That's I found too. <laughs> like the first time, um, the fir- I, ju- I was expecting people to just be like, oh, grab a flyer and keep walking. And um, so I hadn't even gone through in my head what I would say had someone decided to listen. And so... The first lady just sort of stops and goes, oh, what's this? I was like, oh, it's three blokes telling jokes. And she's looking at me, and? I was like, <laughs> and I hadn't thought my sales pitch through any further than that. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's basically what it is. You sorted it out pretty quickly, though, man. You're a fucking epic Yeah, flyer. you've been the, the hustler of the trip, that's for sure. I, I do like um, a chat with a, with a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> and um, just to, it, it, it does, I, my favourites have been um, flying the people on the bikes. Yes. As they go past and I, I challenge them to a high-speed flyering. Yeah, did you I see him the other day? He was actually running alongside the bike, flyering people who were trying to ride. Here he is. One guy almost stacked it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> as long as he was safe, I reckon. But uh, people will remember that. I, I mean, hopefully they'll uh, they come along to the show. I don't know. It, it does seem to actually have an effect here, though, the, the flyering. Like last night's crowd... Um, I definitely recognised a good percentage of them from people we'd, we'd spoken to on the street. Yeah, no, you, you can definitely, like, pretty much every night so far, with the exception of those two qu- mid- quiet nights we had midweek, there's yeah. been people in the crowd who I have definitely given a flyer to. Yeah. Now, whether or not me giving them the flyer was the reason that they chose to came, like chose to come to the show is a yeah. different matter, but... It, it seems to be effective. It, it feels like a nice connection compared to doing club comedy, doesn't it? Because, you know, you turn up to some of the clubs that we do in Sydney and, you know, you turn up and you, you go backstage or stand up the back or whatever the situation is and you see people come in but you've got no definite connection with them before you get on stage. Sure, you talk to them afterwards because they've seen you then and they feel like they can talk to you but here it's sort of like 
you've already had a chat with some of these people. You've kind of engaged with them a little bit already, which is a couple of nice. times that I've, I've been a little nervous seeing people <laughs> because I know that I probably laid it on thick on the flyering, and I'm like, I wonder what I said. And if they've they've already, I feel like if they've taken a flyer from me and talked to me, they've probably got an impression of what they're gonna see. Yeah. And I'm like, I hope I didn't give a bad imp- like they're not gonna go. Oh, this guy seems like a lovely guy. Let's go along and see his comedy, and then sit there and go, Oh my god, this is horrible. Like I didn't think you'd be the kind of guy who'd say that, and uh, and leaves kind of upset. But everyone's been leaving pretty happy. Oh man, everyone's been stoked. You know. Oh, like- I don't know if that's happy to leave or leaving happy. But they, <laughs> they got smiles as, no, they, as they leave. I, I, you know, it, I, that's been really nice for me too, just um, sort of saying goodbye to everyone at the front of our tent as they've been leaving. And everyone's generally had it, you know, genuinely had a smile on their face and been, you know, been well entertained, which has been a good feeling. Yeah, and I think people are enjoying the show. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think, um, you know, unless people, and I doubt people would lie to us <laughs> on the way out and say that they enjoyed it if they didn't enjoy it people aren't like that no i was talking to the one of the ladies who sort of works at the gluttony venue yeah and she said she's had numerous people say that they'd been in our show and that they'd really enjoyed it so it's not just us blowing smoke up our asses oh it's good people enjoying it two's new because you know (coughs) two's more than one (laughs) yeah that's a number exactly because we are pretty much known for our inflated egos in you know, our circles, aren't we, really? Oh, yeah, they call you Scott the Big Head Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little too close to the truth, Matty. Uh, I do have trouble buying hats, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're actually referring to the physical side. Yeah, 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 head. yeah. yeah He's lovely, dude. Modest guy. Yeah. Modest yeah. Scott the Big Head Cunt. Yeah. <laughs> so they, it's, it's a wordy... Uh, I'll give it... It's a wordy nickname. Yeah. But having said that, look at the cranium on that dude. It's oh, it's all brain, buddy. It's all brain. <laughs> That's what my mum always said. Anyway, it was the um yeah if if we uh, if we're all in year twelve, yours would be impossible to get back on the back of your jersey. Yeah, <laughs> year twelve, <laughs> have to go t- down the arm, start at one sleeve, and go <laughs> yeah. right across the back. Um, <laughs> well, they could just draw it on the back of your big head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, wouldn't fit on his jumper, but did fit on his hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so um, I love you guys. <laughs> apart from, apart from the show, Adelaide's been an experience. Now, there's been a couple of uh, themes running through the little apartment um, we've been staying in. Um, oh, you call them been, themes. One has been <laughs> one has been uh, when the test cricket's been on. Uh, the test cricket has been on. Uh, the oh, and hasn't it been on? And uh, much to much to <laughs> modest Scott the big head cunts uh, <laughs> joy. <laughs> um, but the other thing that's been going on is Winter Olympics. Have you boys? How have you boys found the Winter Olympics? Oh man, you know, like it, it, I'll be honest, the first few days because I love watching the Winter Olympics because it's just so. It's like what it might as well be like watching the Alien Olympics because it's so foreign to us in Australia. You know, we don't have snow and. Like, I've never even seen a bobsled. Like, you know, so you just watch these crazy sports. And uh, I, I, it was actually good for me the first couple of days because you don't usually get the chance to watch it. And um, But, yeah, after the sort of fourth or fifth day of ice hockey and, you know, some of the uh, the curling, the women's curling, uh, yeah, got a little bit... Uh, 
Monotonous, yeah. monotonous. <laughs> I've got to say, there are only so many ways you can watch a person gracefully fall down a mountain yeah. before it gets a bit wearing. There does seem to be two main themes to the Winter Olympics, to my eye. One is gravity-assisted. Yeah, uh, yep. They're all the, we have a slope, let's see how we can fly down it, go down it, do some tricks down it, whatever. And the other one is, hey, uh, we need a perfectly flat pond. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. the range. They're either horizontal or diagonal. Yep. There are, there's nothing sort of... That's a, that's a fair way to separate them, yeah. yeah there's, it's there's been too much of the horizontal. I think that's, you, that's what's been boring. You don't, like the, uh, you don't like the curling? No, I'm off the diagonal. I've got to yeah. say, uh, I was... You know, Winter Olympics is basically once every four years you get to watch people with hard-to-pronounce names crush themselves. Yeah. And, and we have not... Like, the bobsled we watched, no one crashed... No, just a bit of a hitting the side, but that yeah. was exciting, wasn't it? Well, not, <laughs> not enough. You know, I, I really was, you know, like Winter Olympics, it's just all about seeing broken bones and dreams and just <laughs> congealed blood in the snow. And we just yeah. haven't really. There's been, been a whole lot of it. There's been some good, um, there's been a bit of blood in the ice hockey. Yeah. You yeah. blokes taking some good. God got a stick to the mouth the other day, yeah. Yeah, but um, the, trouble with, the trouble with this, the, the ice hockey in the Olympics, I think, is it's played in that nice spirit. Oh, that's you know, fucking Olympic, Olympic spirit. spirit. And yeah. uh, that's not what I want to see from my ice hockey players. I want to no. see violence. You do watch it to see, to see the people just beating the crap out of each other, basically, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> hang about. That guy's vulnerable standing near a wall. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull his jersey over his head and then beat him to death. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, ice hockey is, a, you know, a fight where occasionally a game breaks. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that's what they say, right? You know, that's what the idea of the whole thing is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I, I've, I've enjoyed that. I heard an interesting stat just before, um, just before we he- heated the mics up, as it were, uh, that um, there was some men's curling on and uh, Canadian uh, guys were going up against Great Britain and, uh, I mean, everyone's going to know the result. By the time this goes up, I mean, yeah. we'll all be remembering that great match. Um, they, the <laughs> traditional rivals, the traditional curling rivals of Great Britain and Canada. But um, the commentator was saying that uh, technically more dangerous than speed skating, technically more dangerous than a whole bunch of the other sports, in that last Olymp- at the Vancouver Olympics, one in 25 uh, curling uh, competitors picked up injuries, uh, which is a stub toe. Presumably. Which is higher than... I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if they're counting the injuries drinking afterwards or right. what they're... Uh, I'm struggling to work out how you would injure yourself. Well, though. they call that thing the rock, don't they? The, the, the yeah, big, yeah. So it's a big bit of marble or granite or something like that. Like I can only imagine... Yeah, if you drop one of those on your foot, that would smart. That's true. I, I'm, <laughs> picturing, I'm picturing a, uh, a broom that breaks mid-sweep. Oh, and just, taking and a just oh, face plant. impaled. Yeah. Possible. Right. Impossible. Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be an injury. Just like, uh, ah! He died doing <laughs> semi-housework. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah the, the, the Winter Olympics, I've, I've enjoyed it um, quite a bit. It's one of those things, though, that I probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have paid any attention to if I was at home because I would have had, you know, other things to occupy my time. But when you're, uh, when you're sort of, uh, let's, we've had a bit of downtime. Let's got mornings it. to kill. I, I was thinking that if we if we come back uh, to Fringe next year, the Olympics isn't going to be on. What are we going to do? I'm not coming back for another until you know, another four years. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. We'd it's have to only, wait. We can just work on a 
on the Olympic cycle. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what would we it seems to work for Ryan HG. So it does. Yeah. Oh yeah. So um. So outside of the Winter Olympics, what else is what else has been the theme? Um. You boys have had to adjust a few jokes. Um, yeah. For local references. It's true. They don't have Aldi don't in have Aldi, South no. Australia. What's going on there? They, they don't have Seven Eleven either. Yeah, they don't have Aldi or Seven. So Aldi. First off, let's cover Aldi. Yes. What is it about South Australia that Aldi wouldn't want to be part of? They're, they're, it strikes me as people. Well, didn't here someone at your gig last night or our gig last night say that they're coming? Yeah, they're building one. So it might just be that you know South Australia, you know, is just a little bit behind the times, and Aldi has no. just discovered that it's here. Right. And now they're starting to to move in because I mean, like Newcastle's had an Aldi for years. Yeah. So if Newcastle's got it and Adelaide doesn't, yeah, that that's concerning, really, isn't it? Well, Adelaide too, like in South Australia in general, strikes me as the kind of place where um, Aldi would do well. Like they uh, they strike me as people who do, don't mind a random bargain on something fairly. Or they seem fairly pretty cost weird. conscious over here, don't they? Oh, they're yeah, massively yeah. cost conscious, um, mm. particularly around the fringe, and uh, like and plus, you know, Adelaide is known for its weird crimes or whatever like you know Aldi's the kind of place that'll have a special on 7,000 metres of duct tape that's true and uh, that's true or you know big plastic tubs what, what are you what are you worried that'll create someone called the duct tape bandit or something like that no, no <laughs> like I'm, saying, I'm saying if you're going to uh, if you're going to uh, do some weird crimes I mean, right you can't get enough duct tape there's nothing worse than you know oh man I've just abducted this person now <laughs> They're yapping like, well, they're, oh, I'm out of duct tape. I've only got enough for half the mouth. Yeah, Aldi would be facilitating horrid crimes. Well, perhaps... Um, I wasn't I wasn't trying to get Aldi's legal department onto it. <laughs> uh, thanks for bringing it around to that. I'm just saying they might do well. There's a market. Right. Perhaps much. that'll be the next YouTube craze, is just how to murder someone using only Aldi products. <laughs> The next yeah. neck nominate. Yeah. Careful, yeah. careful. Scott works in marketing. Neck then. necking. <laughs> That's going to be a viral campaign. Then <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden he's getting Dexter as the spokesperson. And <laughs> yeah, there's a whole campaign nutted out there. So the Aldi and Seven Eleven. Yeah, there's no Seven Eleven down here. They do have uh, their version of it is called On the Run, but you know, I was definitely going to fuck that up. I was going to go on the go, on the... So I just changed you just it to petrol it. stations. Yeah. <laughs> I did notice that before you said on the run, then you glanced towards the I window. I did, because there there's one, one across, across the road. The road. I'm like, uh, yeah, I think that's what it's called. I, have to, I think I personally, uh, from from my brief experience with on the run, yes, I, I, I think it shits all over 7-Eleven. Oh, totally, man, yeah. It's, it's actually like a proper small supermarket and it's not horrendously expensive. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. it's amazing. It's like This is Three Blokes Cast, brought to you by On The Run. Yeah, hopefully they'll give us... We'll For all it. your we'll, needs... We'll take this across the road after this, play it to them and get a free coffee, I think. All right. <laughs> I'll aim for a muffin. A muffin as well, yeah. yeah. Now, I, I tend to agree um, with you, but we should, we should probably put a disclaimer in that we're basing our impression of On The Run based on one On The Run... That's true. That's that seems true. to be kind of a large one. It looks like it's just been built too. The whole complex there looks pretty brand new. So yeah, it's and got I th- a subway in it. Everyone, it's to everyone in Adelaide seemed to know this one as well. Like it seems to be, maybe it's the biggest one. I don't know, their flagship, if you were. Did you buy that bacon at On The Run? I did. That bacon sucked. That ba- and it was the most expensive bacon they had. It looked like posh bacon. You know, it was in like a brown kind of pouch. 
brown paper pouch with a nice window. And what I didn't realise was the window was just showing the one good bit of the bacon and the rest of it was fat. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't an awful lot of bacon, was there? It wasn't. It was terrible. Okay, well, we've turned on on the run. That's <laughs> yeah. all right. There goes that endorsement. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. We, uh, we can change our minds. All right. Um, so, on the run. So, we, we haven't had to change any more jokes than that, have we? Not really. Oh, you, you worked Elizabeth into yours. I did. I did yeah. a local... I needed a white trash type joint. Uh, mm. So, for any um, comedians out there... If you're going to be touring Adelaide and you've got a white trash type uh, suburb, you need to um, just all your Blacktown jokes, Campbelltown, Campbelltown, Blacktown, Penrith jokes, Penrith, Elizabeth, Cabramatta, Cabramatta. Cabramatta. See, Cabramatta's not Cabramatta's not white trash enough. No. So this is the the so joy you're of looking your for white trash specific. It's got to be white trash, right? So and Campbelltown, that's where your um, uh, your your bogans. Mm. That's where they really uh, reside. And uh, anyway, three blokes touring Campbelltown soon. Yeah. <laughs> you can see us at the Campbelltown RSL. Yeah. And we will not be in the car park immediately Afterwards, after the show. Yeah, we'll be being escorted by security. Yeah, so um, so we've covered off all the jokes. Um, so what else? Do you, do you boys think you'll come back to Adelaide another time? Uh, just uh, the Fringe Festival specifically or just, just generally? Oh, no, social, re- social visit. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, was, I was talking to my girlfriend about it and she's been down here for like a foodie kind of thing once before and she was the one that told us about that central market and I saw her last night and she said, yeah, like we should just come down here for a long weekend or something because it is actually quite beautiful and one thing we didn't get a chance to do this trip is uh, go up into the hills and stuff and that's, um, that's really beautiful. So I think I'd come back, you know, just, just to chill out. Yeah, that's uh, that is. We haven't made it into the hills, um, partly because we're uh, walking everywhere, mm. haven't really got any transport, but partly too because we're enjoying the flat. Yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna walk up a hill. Do you think you'd come back, Maddie? Nah, nah. <laughs> you don't like it? No, I think it's great. Oh, okay. I just like to be controversial. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> well, you feel like you feel like you've seen everything it's had to offer, and uh, we have pretty much walked up every street in the whole of the rectangle. I tell you what, so. one thing that I will say is that if I ever want to uh, court a lady who is far more attractive than me, mm. Adelaide yeah, is where Why I would you want to do that? Yeah. Because have you seen some of the smash crabs walking around with gorgeous women here? Oh, it's a definitely <laughs> definitely a theme running through the place. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, there's... Uh, yeah, I don't know that what's going on there. It might be a... Uh, uh, you'll do. Sort of a, an approach from the ladies here. But, uh, hey, they might just men. be nice guys. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, which means that nice guys finish last, Scott. That's true. A guy like Matty will tear it up over here. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, quick tip for any uh, single gents around the country. Uh, Adelaide seems to be a happy hunting ground. Oh, yeah, if you want to be punching above your weight, get yourself to Adelaide. This, this is the city, you reckon? Yeah. Now, Matty, you and I took a tour of the Adelaide Oval. Yeah, that was good. That was a highlight of the trip for me. Uh, tour guide, awful. <laughs> he just didn't. At no point did you, I feel like really listening to him. He he seemed to be uh, far more interested in South Australian AFL rather than cricket. Yeah, yeah. That I found that a little uh, odd too. Because like, don't get me wrong, I enjoy a game of Aussie Rules football, um, but I will watch the AFL, not the SAFL. Yeah, look, to be honest, when, you know, Ken kicks a half a dozen in second grade 
Yeah. I don't give a shit. Oh, look, he was a great player for Glenelg. Never yeah. really cracked the first grade. But <laughs> Is that uh, what he was talking what about? What a clubman. Yeah, like there was, right. they had uh, a lot of like memorabilia and stuff in the different rooms and whatnot. Mm. And me and Barno were absolutely there to talk. And see all the cricket, cricket stuff. Cricket stuff. But it's the cricket, cricket grand tour, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we were asking him questions about the cricket and he had little to no idea about that. But mm. then, you know, a, one of the other guys on the tour was obviously a Kane AFL fan. Okay. And was asking him questions regarding, like, just the local first grade competition. Yeah. And um, he knew so much about that. He was really interested in that and... You know, just this amazing memorabilia of like the Chapel Brothers and Darren Lehman and Jason Gillespie and all these guys, and he's just a little bit meh. About he's got to just brushed that. over it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's like weird. see the volunteer guide at the art gallery. She knew what she was doing, so that's what you guys missed out on. Yeah, this this is the thing: is Scott uh, is a has no appreciation for culture and history. I'm just not Australian. So instead of going to um, going to the cricket ground like any uh, gentleman would, uh, he went to a thing called an art gallery. Uh, Ga- gallery? Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's an it's an art gallery. It's 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 actually if you just imagine a gallery full of art. Yeah, so I it's like a big room. You lost me at gallery. Hanging on the wall. What sort of shape are we talking? So um, an art rectangular. Gal- an art gallery. Ga- gallery. So it's on a boat with, an with art, pictures. Art. A kitchen, yeah. kitchen uh, in a boat. It's like a yeah. galley kitchen kind of, but uh, yeah. bigger and with paintings. I see. Mm. Uh, um, of what? Of did what? they have the dogs playing poker? or Did they have uh, many pictures of Ian Chapel? <laughs> <laughs> they, what they did have, which I didn't take a photo of, was it was a, s- a weird kind of sculpture made out of two Clydesdale horses that had been sort of taxidermied cut in half and then stitched together so it was like two back ends of a horse hanging from the middle of the ceiling and even for my uh, keen modern art eye, that was a challenging piece for me. I really want to see that. Yeah, <laughs> it sort of brought a bit of horror to the gallery. That sounds awesome. I want awesome. to see the, the guy who's got the two front ends. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Well, that's in another exhibition on the other side of the world somewhere, I'm sure. That's awesome. That poses a lot of interesting questions. You know what, yeah. though? You know, this is, that explains. This is the guy who's buying the off. You know when people have like a head of an animal mounted out of their wall? And this guy's He's just... the guy's buying the off-cut. Found an opening in the market, getting rid of the other, the other end and uh, passing it off as modern art. Why not? That's I thought cool. that's just what modern art was. Oh, pretty much. I read a, I read something in the paper last night. Apparently, this an art gallery in Italy. Uh, they there was a you know a display in the middle. You know, an artist sort of installation, and it was made up out of rubbish and things like this. And uh, the cleaner came through and threw it out. Uh, Fifteen thousand dollar piece of art in the bin. Well so. played, cleaner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cleaner slash critic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is that is fantastic because the. If you are the cleaner too, um, you can go with yeah. No, no, I threw that out, but uh, quietly you've just pocketed fifteen grand because yeah. you sold it to some <laughs> lunatic who thinks that's art. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it does. It does. It was a perfect indication of how weird and silly modern art can get. Yeah, because like I doubt anyone would ever um, mistake the Mona Lisa or no, uh, no one's going. Goes yeah. Or, Anything like that. No one's going, oh, that's just a gig poster and that gig was last month. I'm going to tear that down. That's not happening. I'll tell you what I will say about Adelaide. They do have a fucking rocking statue. 
don't they? There are so many good, like, big statues. Oh. Our, our statue or statues generally? Just, they just have they them love everywhere. A statue. Yeah, they, they do are, love a they, statue. There's some crackers around town, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, that one the other day that uh, you took us down to see, you were quite enamoured with uh, the, oh, the, the sword. The cock sword. The cock sword, a big, big angel holding a sword and with just a little bit of side nut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the, the three... Uh, the three uh, the, Types three citizens, yeah, um, sort of almost kneeling before the angel. I, I think it was. I think it's supposed to be Michael the Archangel, um, who uh, uh, mythically uh, guards the gates of heaven, and uh, had the big. Uh, he had his wings out and uh, head down, and he had his. It was. A, it was a monument to the to those who fought and died in the um, or fought and or died in the uh, in the Great War in uh, the World War One, and uh, so we had. Basically, what it is is uh, Michael the Archangel standing over uh, a, a guy who looks like he's plowing a field, an academic, and and a, um, a lady who I hysterical woman. Yeah, she was hysterical. absolutely <coughs> hysterical. I think she was laughing at his side nut. To yeah, be honest, she was leaning yeah. around trying to what's, yeah, what's going sword. on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, and so, so it's like it's I believe they're supposed to be representations of the, the you know the fact that it was uh, all people and all classes that had to put into the war effort and. Um, it just a just an odd choice to have Michael the Archangel totally nude mm. um, with a sword because he wasn't even wearing a belt where he could have sheathed the sword at any point. No, nah, he was carrying um, that all the time. That it's quite dangerous, really, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know how you like. Although, if an angel cuts themselves, you know, they probably just repair themselves. Well, they? the other thing is, is um, I thought. Now, I'm not not totally up on my uh, angel sort of uh, knowledge, but uh, aren't Mythically, angels supposed to be uh, genderless, have no oh, uh, is that parts. Right? They're yeah, as- okay. asexual. Yeah, asexual. Yeah, right. And so, well, we couldn't see all of what was under the sword. Like maybe he had both. Well, and also too, all we saw was nut. We didn't see any of the schlong. True. So maybe he just it was a broad sword. <laughs> well, <laughs> obviously not too sharp though. No. Well, no, clearly not. And no. you wouldn't want to be cold. No. To be honest, I can't imagine that it'd be uh, too comfortable. Pressing <laughs> the knob of your angelic <laughs> phallus to a cold sword. Yeah. Uh, interesting and awesome. Actually, it was, a, it was one of those um, statues, though, that, like, as, aside from Side Nut, which uh, I like to see more of in a statue, yeah. to be honest. Because, um, you know, you often get, like, you know, often art will have a bit of side boob or something, something for the men to enjoy. Mm. But mm. I like that the artist has gone, you know what? Ladies have needs. Yeah, let's uh, let's show them a bit of uh, show them a bit of brain just poking out the side <laughs> of a sword. So. A little bit of pube action. Yeah, that yeah. one as well, yeah, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah. So, mate, he only he's, the guy's obviously you know he's, he's travelling light. He hasn't got a, <laughs> a little kit to. Well, you would have thought if he had the sword, maybe he could have kept that shit trimmed a bit more. Or really, yeah, that's a big sword, <laughs> really? mate. That's a know. delicate area to be working with such a big sword too. That's yeah. A, Maybe not. That takes some real control. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, a sword is a tool. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> if a sword was hiding a tool. Tool, yeah. Ah, ah boom. You, you beat me to that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to drop a... <laughs> yeah. In the edit and for there. But yeah, that was um that was a good statue. There's quite a few good statues around. I like the... At the cricket ground, there was um two great statues. Uh, one of uh, Buff Lehman um, playing what looks like just a slog over Cow Corner. And uh, about 22 yards away from him, Jason Gillespie in the uh, going through his um, bowling action, sort of as though he's just delivered a delivery. And it's so when you stand back and look, it looks like 
Gillespie bowling to to Bull. Oh, and, okay. Um, is it intentional? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. It's the design. They're going to have more of them around. But um, I got to say, it's so much of an indication that cricket is definitely a batsman's game. That uh, that uh, poor old Jason Gillespie looks like he's immortalised, looking like he's getting hit over over cow corner for six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're going to immortalise one of your great bowlers, like. Yeah, Come right. on. Well, as we said all the day, if you were Darren Lehman, you would definitely pay to get a set of, like, stumps. Oh, if you're Gillespie, yeah. Get a yeah, set right. of stumps behind get a, there getting knocked yeah. over. <laughs> getting knocked over. <laughs> with, so. just, with just a bale mid-air yeah, sort of thing right. on, on a wire. Like, yeah. yeah. Looks like looks like Buff's just gone the slog and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's cleaned it up. Yeah, Gillespie's been bowling a, you know, a high-pressure spell, not giving him too many singles, and the, it's just all become too much, and he's gone for the wild hoof yeah. over... Over Cow Corner. Is, is it there's a, uh, see, this is how much I know. There's a corner called Cow Corner. <laughs> hey, have you ever been Is there a, a cow there? <laughs> have you ever been to a cricket oval? Have I been to a cricket oval? Yeah, yeah. of course I have. Well, do, have you, they don't have corners. They're round. <laughs> Why is it called Cow Corner? It's just a, it's a, um, it's an expression meaning a slog over, sort of what are you, deep mid-wicket, sort of between deep mid-wicket um, and deep mid-on. Yeah. It's yeah. a, it's... <laughs> It's an ex- it's a it's a it, 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 I, I like how you thought the additional explanation was gonna yeah, make it any clearer to me. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that you asked you you know that cricket grounds are generally ovals or round, and you asked if there was a corner. No, no. <sighs> You're a graphic designer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I think outside the box. But <laughs> I, I see no corners. I see no corners. There are no yeah. corners in Scott's world. Only but no, I, I no, I thought it might have been something uh, specific to that. That ground, in that, if you looked over that that edge of it, there was a cow paddock behind it at one point, or something <laughs> like that, and that's why they call it cow corner. Hey, that's a fair assumption. Come on. Yeah, you really do think out of the box, don't you? Mate? <laughs> <laughs> Get back in. The I box. was actually making it as obvious as possible that there Scott, were actually Scott's cows there. there. Thinking, oh, maybe they got a brass statue of a nice cow. Yeah, cow, cow yeah I, I actually was. I was. Just You're chewing right. on some cud. That's all right. Yeah, get back in the box, Scotty. Yeah, mate. I'm fucking yeah. But you, you guys are appreciating those statues. See, you you could have come and taken the piss out of a whole gallery's worth of art. No, I I have nothing against going to the art gallery. I wanted to go to the art gallery also, but mm. unfortunately, I had to make a choice. Yeah, and he's got tested. See, I was so I was playing a game. Out. I was playing a game uh, mm. through my Instagram account, uh, taking photos of you know 17th century paintings and saying you know heavy metal album cover or 17th century art. I did see that. <laughs> that's, you only saw it because his Instagram's linked to his Facebook, though. Yeah, that's true. You don't gram. Yeah, these yeah. guys don't gram. When I said, when I said, oh, do you guys gram, they looked at me like I was talking about Cow Corner, pretty much. <laughs> well, I assumed you were asking about my uh, cocaine Yeah, right. <laughs> do, you, do you gram, mate? Do you gram, mate? Do you gram? Yeah. So, do you... Do you, Graham? Yeah. Do you? <laughs> no, you no. mean all like kilo? Kilo, kilo, kilo with but the bitches. That whole gramming thing, like all the all the kind of the hip kids in Surrey Hills, you know, back in Sydney, they sort of go, oh, "Did you see that? Whatever it was, I just grammed the fuck out of it." Did you see that lasagna? <laughs> yeah. Grammed it, mate. I, I grammed, grammed it. it. Did you gram it? I just grammed the fuck no, out of it. I had the arabiata. Wasn't grammable. <laughs> That's one thing that's for sure. You've got to make sure that uh, if you get nothing else in life, that your shoes and your meals are grammable. I would like to... Uh, to shoes. Get a... Do shoes get grammed as well? Oh, people gram the shit out of their shoes. 
do people ever gram like just say they go down to their local rissole on a Friday night? Do yeah. they do they just gram the whole buffet cart? <laughs> <laughs> No, you, no, you've got to use a vine for that because you've got to take a video of it. So. Um, six <laughs> seconds to get the entire Bain-Marie. Yeah. yeah, Nice. <laughs> All right then, boys. Well, that, uh, that probably does us for this chat. Uh, we should probably plug uh, our dates for the Sydney Comedy Festival. Maddie, where and when are we? Uh, we are at the bunker at the Factory Theatre on Wednesday the 14th, Friday the 16th of May at 9.30. 9.30 p.m. Uh, tickets for that available on the Sydney Comedy Festival website through the app or you can go to our Facebook page, which is, Scotty? Uh, Facebook.com forward slash three blokes telling jokes. And those tickets will be hot. Hot, hot, hot. Hot. Uh, like a jalapeno heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matty B, thanks for hanging out. No worries, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, you actually spoke on this, which was nice because the first break of the radio we were on, I think <laughs> Matty didn't realise that. Uh, it was like, oh yeah, this is. You, he thought he'd come to watch radio. Yeah. I, I'd, I thought I just thought we were on telly. Yeah, just, I just had to stand there and you know try and try and not look stupid. Fair but enough. No, apparently the radio is the. It's the talkie box. It's the talkie box, <laughs> yeah. Right. So thank you, Matty. Uh, thank you, Scotty, for hanging out. Thank you very much. And hopefully we'll see you guys all uh, in Sydney in uh, during the Sydney Comedy Festival for Three Blokes Telling Jokes. <laughs>